0: And now, your hosts for today's show.
1: Welcome to The Living Room. My name's Heather. I'll be your host for today's show. And joining me is... Paige, Michelle, Nicole, Jody, and Jack. And we are so glad to be here. Today we are talking about parenting kids. We kind of run that route every once in a while. And we are going to talk about self-reliant kids. So raising kids who are self-reliant, right? And so we're going to separate some things first so we know the difference. We hear oftentimes in the media, and we say it all the time ourselves, that we want our kids to be independent. Mm. But I kind of want us to argue today that we actually don't want them to be independent. We want them to be self-reliant and kind of work through what the differences are and how you guys are doing that at home, how you've seen it work, all of that, right? So kind of first question where I want to head is what's the difference, self-reliant and independent,
2: Michelle,
1: mm.
0: no, you can start. I was just ready. You're yeah. let's hear it. Raising your No, mind. let's hear it. No, I thought you were going to tell us. No, I want you to tell us. Oh, um, I think that I'm with you. I don't want my kids to be independent and that's pro- probably a bit of a control issue, but I do want them to know that they can do things and that I want them to do the things that they can do that will help them to become better humans. For so sure. like as much like, This year, I, my mom always did the laundry growing up in our house because she didn't want us to waste water. And so everybody's laundry was put together and she folded it. But I feel like my kids don't have enough responsibility and I want them to know that they can do their own laundry. And so my kids do their own laundry because I need them to have that um, principle. I don't know if that answered your question. I had something else better to say, but I lost it already.
1: Okay. (laughs) So what's the difference?
3: Is there a difference? Is there a difference between independent and self-reliant? Self-reliance is the confidence that you can do the job, Take whether care. it's you have a car and you can make the car payment and afford insurance and you can pay it on time. Um, I don't necessarily look at independent independence as a negative thing. I think we are launching our children into a life of independence, but teaching them to be self-reliant is our job. I have two young adults. One is married. One is in college. Some good lessons have been learned in having our second daughter with a car payment that didn't fit her budget. And she had to learn that lesson, not with mm-hmm. us saving her from it, but allowing her to have that experience, that's sure. her life. You know, mm-hmm. um, we didn't have great car luck this last month. My son got in a car wreck. And so it totaled the car that is the third car that our children drove. Mm-hmm. So he, we're not just going to go replace it. He is saving the money. To buy his own vehicle now and learning that at 17 instead of 25 going, oh, wow, I have no idea that cars cost this much. We've had them go through insurance and uh, through all the process. So, yes, I want him to be independent someday. So he needs nothing for mom and dad financially. But the self-reliance right now that he's learning is, hey, I can do this. I can find out how much insurance it is. I can know, oh, gosh, the tires are bald on this one car I'm looking at. So I do think self-reliance is absolutely the right way to go when you're raising your children. Yeah, that they need that. Right. Right. And you're
1: talking about responsibility too, that they learn responsibility and learn those things. There's kind of this idea that independence is what we're shooting for. But the fact of the matter is independence means we're free from anyone else's control, right? Which is impossible. Like that would be really cool, I guess, but I don't know if we could actually live a life that was free. Mm-hmm. from anyone else's control, any connection with people, right, to be truly independent. Right. Mm. So I love, Michelle, that you threw in really quickly the word confident, and so did you, Jody. that idea that we want our kids to be confident in their abilities, right, confident in their abilities to do things. I think ideally we'd want our kids to know they can ask for advice and they'd come to us if they needed it, but only if they needed
3: it because they were confident they could manage things themselves, right? <clears throat> but if our goal overall is to have independent adults, I look at that as not a negative thing. I mean, I want them independent. No, mm-hmm. You know, but you don't want your twelve year olds, obviously, so independent that they are trying to buy a car, you know, at that age. Sure, sure. Um, but whether it's responsibility in the home for jobs or or looking at things that are going to cost money someday, you know, I for me the overall goal is I want you to be independent. But self reliance is what is the
1: underlying Does that make sense? Sure, to be independent. Well I you I think know ultimately don't we all want our kids to be able to know they have abilities and skills and know how to use them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which which then would
3: allow them to leave your house and have their own life. Yeah. So I so right. I just was not understanding like the connection of what maybe a little negativity towards the independence word when in reality I see that as such a great thing to think. Yeah. I want to raise independent adults, but as children, I'm teaching them how to get there. Right.
1: By being self-reliant, right? Yeah. By
3: doing those things. So
1: I want to go through a couple things this show that that are kind of, uh, I don't know, ways we can start doing this with our kids. And I want you guys to jump in with what they sound like and how they work and how you're doing it in your own home, right? So the first one I kind of want us to just think about is the need to be a parent who's really collaborative with our kids, mm-hmm. So kind of this idea that we're always open to their solutions and suggestions and opinions and advice. Uh, I know, for example, in our house this happens in really simple ways. Like even just last week, I was trying to reorganize where the pots and pans are in our kitchen, and the cub the cupboard wouldn't close. And so I'm sitting on the kitchen floor and I'm staring at this cupboard, and I'm like, "What? This thing's closed for 15 years. Like, what is wrong? What is wrong with it today?" Right? And as our 10 year old walked past, I asked her if she'd sit down and tell me if she had a solution. And so she sat down and she's like, well, I think we could try this or we could try this or we could try that. And just knowing that we can collaborate that way, I know for especially our 10-year-old helps her rely more on who she is, mm-hmm. on her own skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. So this idea of being collaborative, where do you do this? Where do you see this?
0: How does this work with your kids? This um, is a great. Yeah, I love this whole topic. This is just something that I've done recently, and that is involving my kids a lot more in the dinner making process. And that has helped me for a couple of reasons. I think that we're having better conversations and sometimes I let have my kids do homework while I was making cooking, dinner yeah. because then they're getting their stuff done and I'm still here and I can answer questions and but, um, I, I feel like I want my kids to see what it takes to make a meal. I want to institute a little gratitude into that. But I also wanted wanted help and wanted to not feel like I was the mom who was making all the things. And I felt like they needed to learn how to cook things. And I just wanted the experience to be more joyful. And so for the last few months, they've been helping me make dinner and we moved our schedule around. But I feel like they're helping me pick the things that we want to eat. They're helping me do the grocery shopping and they're being more involved. And I feel like our food time is better because Mm. of the collaboration, rather than it just me operating in the silo.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you just
0: doing it by yourself.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and their ability to learn the skills that they need, right? That that sends them to college knowing how to cook food, clean up a table, do all of those things.
4: Mm -hmm. And to know it
1: takes
3: effort. I think that's such a disservice when you really, really think about it to just be served at every meal and not know, oh, my heavens, it takes so much effort to just put food on the table and then clean it up afterwards yeah, until and it's also gives you a break from what you're doing. And I've never appreciated that break. Um, I haven't thought about it, but it, it takes you out of what you're doing and put your energy into something else. Sometimes that helps kids. I think they've got homework. It just gives them a mental break to do something different to you go. Know, we're going to sure. talk about, or we're going to work on food.
5: You Paige, what do you in think? your scenario with your daughter, what I heard Throughout that whole situation is you told her that she had value that mm-hmm. she could add mm-hmm. to her life, For sure. and to the family, mm-hmm. without ever saying value in any way. And so I feel like that's key through this whole subject mm-hmm. that we are showing the youth of today that they do have value, they bring value to the table, they have purpose. And I feel like this plays into the high rates of suicide right now, the lack of purpose, the lack of value that they're feeling not anything being said, it's how we're asking for their help or I, you know, it could be different or not, so, we're not asking right, for help. Right. And so that's where I would add my husband and I, um, we feel really strongly that our kids are teaching us so much mm-hmm. and we really try and verbalize that thank you for being a part of this. You're helping me mm-hmm. so much in this way rather than we are the authorities and you will constantly, constantly listen to my idea. Yeah. So right. I love this whole topic. Mm-hmm. That's really, and nice. I do.
1: I love that idea of making it verbal, mm-hmm. right. Of saying those things to them. Yeah. So they recognize that you've recognized where their value lies, what they've contributed. Cool. So uh,
2: recently, like I love, I'm like right in there with you of that, like having that conversation. And we find that we, in our home, we use it a lot when we're talking about consequences and I don't want to say punishment, but Mm -hmm. like kids mess up. Right. And we've had some kids that have had days so bad at school that teachers call and you Mm -hmm. have to have those hard conversations. And it's been so powerful to sit with our kids and and say, you know, what, what do you think happened and what different choices could you have made? And what do you think we should do moving forward? And, Mm -hmm. and how can we solve this problem? And what are your ideas? You know, and like giving them the response, that responsibility back. And even though that their own, you know, the youngest ones are eight, they're still totally capable of um, talking about <clears throat> why things happened, what triggered the situation, and what we can do moving forward. And then we always have this phrase in our home that says, "We're on your
3: team." Mm-hmm. And, you that's working together. To that. that, we're on yeah, your team. So, like,
2: yeah, like we're team. And then we put the child's name in. Like, what can we do to support you through this? That. Um, and that's not so much. Self reliant as it is, more problem solving, but they're kind of one that's of what brings you to
1: well. The collaboration is there though, yeah. right? Because yeah.
2: you're saying to them, "Look,
1: I value you enough that you you might know how we can do this different next time. Yeah. That you have thoughts and ideas about how this went down and how you might want to change it tomorrow. It's it's valuing
5: that again, yeah, it's and collaborating the principle that of mistakes happen, yeah, and a let's lot. Figure out how to maybe, together, yeah, yeah, together, and not like don't mess up or right. don't pretend to not mess up and we won't address it. It's right. more like, let's move forward this together. I'm grateful you're in my home and we can yeah. work through this.
2: And some of the kids, like we, we have theories that some of the kids might actually need like more help. Solving yeah. Some of these
5: things that yeah. it's not
2: like some of it might be out of their control. And so we're trying to get in their head and know what they're feeling and know if we need outside help, like what's going on. Um, you know, like, like just little things like, Are they behind in reading? Like all these different things that are factors for these little
1: people. Well, and I think something to remember here too is when we're seeking for independence with our children instead of self-reliance, like you're talking about when they're little and collaborating, we actually send them, we, they disengage, right? Mm-hmm. And so do we, when we want them to be independent, which is do it all yourself and figure it all out. We disengage from our kids Okay. Yeah. And, and that doesn't do our kids yeah. any good. They don't have the life experiences to have us as parents disengage from them. Yeah. So for you to be able to say, look, this went wrong and, and we're not going anywhere. We're still right by your side and yeah. say, we're all a team. It, it helps them understand you haven't disengaged just because their performance wasn't what it was supposed to be
3: which is really important there. So that's, I, I love that it's teamwork, mm-hmm. right? That it all comes together. I just had the aha. Like now I, under, I didn't, I don't think I got the independent self-reliance mm-hmm. connection in the beginning. So I, that makes so much sense to me to look at it, um, from that, you know, angle. I was just off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I don't want them disengaged from me. I mm-hmm. want them to call and say, mom, I want to buy this car. Okay. You do? Well, uh, what do you think uh, yeah. is the right. reason you do, you know, is that a good yeah. price or, and, and so you do, you want it to be team still. And even yeah. at 25, not that they wouldn't, I want them to call and say, Hey mom, I'm interested in this. So mm-hmm. I but totally you want them get to that. like now. Do
2: the work first. right? Like, right. I
3: don't want to, like, I Reliance right. is like you do what you yeah. can to solve the problem I don't want the them expecting first. me to say, here's the answer to that. Yeah. Right. So to do that. With. I feel like one thing that I have worked on and I'm really good at, I'll pat myself on the back as I ask what can I do differently? Mm -hmm. And I just had that experience earlier this week with my 13 year old Zoe. I just knew that I had blown it the way that I'd handled something that I kept thinking was all on her. It wasn't, it was me. So after I was able to think about it, it's just easy for me to come back and say, you know what? So we talked about it, but Hey, now you have a chance. What can I do differently? What could I have done that would have helped this? And you know what they open up and I'm so surprised that, it's always helpful for me to hear that feedback. Right. And sometimes it's been a little tough because it's hit that nerve. Like, oh, I totally know that that's what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. But it also allows me to just say, you know what? I'm so human and thank you because I'm working on this. Mom works on this, even though I'm the pronoun. I am working yeah, on this right. and probably will until. Well, we all will, from, right? Like it's always know.
1: a process. So but you're for always them to, to
3: know that I think is good. It's not always them working on it. We've got, yeah, we've got to. We've do got it to too. work on it too. We've got to be part of that collaboration, For sure. team effort.
4: Okay, Janet, Before we move on, anything come to mind here? Yeah, I have a couple. <clears throat> um, one is that in our big extended family, that also we're a part of, is the Parkin family. Just prize themselves in a really solid work ethic. Mm-hmm. We're we all just work hard and we work hard together. So on Saturdays we're all working out in the yard or we're all working cleaning the garage and working together and having the kids see how their parents work and how they how they solve problems mm-hmm. is really, really valuable and the kids know that they help and they contribute and they're equals and that in that sense and that's really valuable I think. We I read a study that said that when children were taking a test and the ones that were told they were smart versus mm-hmm. the one that were told that they worked hard, mm-hmm. the smarter, the ones that were, they were told they were smart, gradually did less
5: well, less well. And less less oh, well. well. Yeah. Yes.
4: Same. And the yeah. ones that were told they worked hard and were praised for that did better and better and better. So that's one thing that we try <clears> to do. And then the other thing is um, when we were in London a couple of years ago, we would give our son Jeremiah the map. And we would say, here's where we are. Here's where we need to go. Why don't you figure out which trains or tubes or whatever things we need to do to get there and letting him navigate is really powerful to give you
1: directions. We mm-hmm. do that in our car yeah, all the time. Uh, Everyone's yeah.
4: like, can I give directions today? Can oh, I do I directions noticed. today? It's yeah.
1: But it's the same thing. And it's that mm-hmm. collaboration, right? Yeah. So another one that we've kind of slowly mentioned, but we'll go to next is the need to teach them responsibility and how, when we teach our kids responsibility, it gives them an opportunity to become self-reliant. They know what's expected of them, but Jody, like you were saying, they also know what's expected of us as parents. And I know one way uh, when I work with families that I have them approach this, and then I want to hear kind of how you teach responsibility in your home, is I always have the parents write down what their responsibilities will be. These are the things that I'm going to do or offer to you or take care of. And then the kids write down the same thing that they're going to offer in return. So, for example, a mom might write down, I'm going to wash all the laundry and fold it. And the child's responsibility then on their list is to put it away in their drawers and closet mm-hmm. so that no one's wondering, like, whose responsibility is what. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the other okay. thing about this that's really important is a need for consequence. Right. Which is kind of, Nicole, what you were saying, where we got to look at the consequences that or repercussions. Right. Yeah. Those things that come from it. And in this space, I think it's really important that we recognize that the consequences always need to be something that with appropriate behavior, our kids can earn back so that they kind of fit the crime. We've heard that, right? Probably when we were kids more than even now. So this idea of responsibility is so important and it helps them, again, know what they're accountable for, know what happens if they don't fulfill that accountability. How does this work in your homes with your kids? How is responsibility kind of taught at the forefront, managed? Nicole, what do you think? Well,
2: I think I can definitely be better at this, but, um, some of our kids are still learning, right? So we've got 14 down to eight. So some are are better at this than others. Um, we split up kitchen jobs. So everybody has a job that they're responsible for. That's just part of being in the house and same with like keeping their rooms clean and things. But I did read this book Last year, called Smart Money Smart Kids by Dave Ramsey and his daughter Rachel great. Cruz. It's a mm-hmm. I liked it. It's yeah. great. Um, but they like they um said that it was a great idea to offer commission for the family jobs that they do instead of offering an allowance. Mm-hmm. So we started that, and some months are better than others. But like I have these little commission slips, and the kids. When they clean their room, there's some things that they have to do that are required, and then the extra that they can earn commission. And same with laundry. So if they do their laundry, um, or if even if they just fold it all by themselves and put it away, they can earn two dollars commission, which is what replaces allowance mm-hmm. in our family. And I love that because it encourages that idea of like, like work. And if you do the job, and you do it well, you could be rewarded in their future. But um, that's also how they earn money. So that works. For us, most of the time, they have to do the work. So if they do it within the time limit, then they earn commission. If they procrastinate, then they still have to put their laundry away, and they're not going to get commission. So I don't
1: know Hmm. to teach them that responsibility.
2: Yeah, and then we don't. They don't get an an allowance just for being our kids. They have to earn their commission. And then we have a payday. I have like this big jar of singles and coins, and like they turn
5: in their commission slip, and I pay them out money. Paige. So I have read that book as well. And I think that's a fantastic tool. However, I have a hard time executing any of that. Like that seems it's like, it adds like I'm not so perfect much in my life that yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. manage. And so we just have family inventory every week. We kind of do what you were just saying. We cover who's in charge of what we love each mm-hmm. other. We're all in this together have a powwow and we hug it out. Mm-hmm. So for sure. And that kind of like in our home, we don't, there's not chores, but
1: there are definitely contributions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so even just changing it to the idea, like you're saying that, that we all contribute, this is a family thing. We all make contributions here. It's very different than chores. Yeah. So they don't see it as negative. They see it as, Hey, wait a second. Like we're all in this together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, and so we all contribute and but props m- to
5: you for doing that. Cause I think my I kids think would respond yeah. so well to that. I just know my person. I have it. it I have
2: a, like, a PDF yeah. that like has the job and it's required and like what it's paid. And, and yeah, then but- I just
3: print it out and cut them up and keep them in the drawer and then, but to follow it, I'm with yeah, you. It's it like, works. it's me that, that doesn't follow through on the, oh, it's the third Friday of the month. I'm supposed to do. Yeah. No, work. it goes like this. You Mom, know. is it payday
5: yet? Is it payday yet? Is it payday yet? <laughs> and all yes, do you, you have a Venmo account? Yeah. That yeah. Account. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> that. exactly.
1: Yes. As you now all six of our kids have yeah. Venmo accounts. Look, it's in your Venmo. Yeah. Right? yeah. Venmo too.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm Michelle, a- what oh. do you think? Um, we're similar. I mean, we don't call it commission, but there are things that you do just to be part of this family. And we, all, we constantly remind, like, I never got into the love and logic parenting with love and logic mm-hmm. thing. But there are parts of it that I liked helping the kids understand that, um like dad works and that's his responsibility. And his responsibility is to go And Dad also helps at home and he's very good with jobs and things, but helping the kids understand that there's lots of pieces that need to get done. And my kids sometimes act like spoiled entitled brats. And I have to say, I have to nip that real fast and, I think that having my kids be busy with home jobs is one of the best things that they, as hard as it is for me to manage, and it would be so much easier to outsource that and have my assistants take care of all of that stuff. (laughs) Because as you know, I do have my assistants do a lot of things, but my kids are still responsible for their laundry and for emptying the dishwasher and Mm -hmm. doing all those things just because they're part of our family and because they contribute to the mess. And the other day, my daughter said, mom, I'm not doing that on Sunday. We're supposed to keep the Sabbath day holy. Wow. And um, Was it about dishes or It was about the dishes. Oh, <laughs> and she, but she did it with so much attitude. Oh, and if she had done it like, "Out of mom, I really am just yeah. worried about keeping this happy table." <laughs> yeah. You know, I might have had a different conversation. I said, "Does that mean you don't want to eat today?" Oh, interesting. You want to eat today. That's what I'm doing. I'm working on the <laughs> Sabbath. There are still things that we still have to do to provide for our family so that we can yeah. have basic needs. I'm not asking you to rub the baseboards, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, about food. but, but, you know, and, and that was just one of the, one of her just being sassy. But we have those moments. I do have things that I pay them for that are extra, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I, told that to my friend, and she's like, oh my gosh, my kids don't get paid for anything in our house. She said, whatever needs to be done, mom just says what needs to be done. There are no extra jobs in this house for money. Yeah. They and, all just need And it I done. think
2: that's a valid point, too. Mm-hmm. My kids were coming at me for money anyway, so I felt like this right. way I could, like, kill it's two birds with yeah. one stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, again, where it works best
1: the way it works best for you. Yeah. Right. right. Absolutely. Where if at the heart of it, it's that I want you to be responsible and learn responsibility. That's, that's what matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The goal is the same in every house. Yeah. Right. In all of our households. It's yeah. just, we ex-
2: execute differently. And when they were tiny, their currency <clears throat> were like fuzzy pom-poms. Like they just earned fuzzy pom-poms and oh, like cute. then they could turn a jar full of pom-poms in for a toy. Like, like when they were tiny, it wasn't cold, hard cash. It was just right. fuzzy pom-poms. Yeah. But as they Such grow, else. like,
3: <laughs> and I don't mm-hmm. mind motivating. I wish fuzzy pom poms worked for my, family, but, um, my Zoe who's 13, she is so motivated by money at this point yeah. because we don't have allowance. And, and so she will clean my kitchen so well that, on a day when I know it's like, Hey, you know what you, and I have paid her $30 before to do these jobs and she'll do them so well that it is so worth it. Rather than saying, gosh, I could pay. I really need a house cleaner to come in to just do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So I've found over the years, the motivation for each child is a little different. Um, Cody has a job. He he does not need money for mom and dad. He is mm-hmm. perfectly taken care of. So I have to find different motivation for him. So it's interesting as your kids get older, mm-hmm. And how things have changed when I was raising four children versus now I've got the two teens. But with Zoe, I just love the fact that she's motivated. I know what motivates her and therefore it's, it, it just gets done. You know, I say, hey, this is how much this is worth and, and she'll do things because we're contributing and so forth. And same with Cody, but it changes, I think, as your kids grow up yeah their motivation changes and, as they get older and so be a lot you know allow your family to yeah. grow with that motivation um because I can get some great work
5: done. it's insightful <laughs> right. though. like I, I like hearing you break your kids down a little bit in what works for them it's insightful yeah. to be aware of that yeah, yeah. you know what I mean that's so all helpful. kind helpful of like the love languages you can yeah. communicate so much more with them when you know how you can collaborate better with yes them. Mm-hmm. yes and what works for
4: them and, and go ahead We've always encouraged our kids to make their own money and to use their gifts to do whatever they can to do that. And our our son Jeremiah was a really good actor, and he... He was in commercials, and he made a lot of money doing that, so we never had to give him an allowance. And it was more like teaching him how to value what you've earned and how to save it and manage it. Uh, He also had his own lawn mowing business. Our daughter cleaned Mm -hmm. houses. Um, I kind of really like that approach of making your way in the world, and I think we saw that really pay off when our our oldest son, Josh, moved to New York a year ago, and we watched him go from nothing, no apartment, no job, nothing, to... He has this beautiful brownstone in Brooklyn and he has a freelance job and a full-time job and wow. he's wow. doing awesome. And I just love seeing our kids make their way in the world. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. And thrive. Yeah. So really, I mean, the, the message behind that in your home was let's figure out what your talents and abilities and skills are and let's teach you how to use them. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that they could go out and use those things. Yeah. Which Amen. is so awesome. Yeah. I mean, which is really what we're trying to do. Right. Self yeah. life. So I have. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if this is a lot. I'm sorry. Heather, mm-hmm. but... No, go for it. So I, we've like considered that the pro the, the problem that I've had is like, w- at what point did your kid cross the finish line? It's so, like, I've gone so far to like research an entire business for my daughter, wake like, with her. Mm-hmm. And then like, I mm-hmm. like, put it like put the ball in her court Mm -hmm. and then she just sits with it. Like she just doesn't have, like, it's just not going anywhere. And so then it never went anywhere. Did you actually like, did they just have the initiative to do that? Or did, did you like go all the way to the finish line with them?
4: No, we started out honestly with lemonade stands and we showed them really early what you could do. And then one of them figured out, Hey, I could sell my own ceramics at the lemonade stand!" like literally Mm -hmm. they, and they're very, but I think part of it is my husband and I have both been entrepreneurs our whole lives, right? We now have teaching gigs, but our whole lives they've watched us kind of, you know, run that. And I think they've just grown up watching. Yeah. And I think honestly, if they don't pick it up and it's not their gig, that's okay. Yeah. 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 Because
1: yeah. You probably would have a child who would be more prone to that approach to life than others.
3: Yeah. Right. My yeah, son yeah. in the fourth grade sold his friend's toys and made
5: $80. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I did not know. Literally, he set up a tent, you know, our little quick shade in the front yard. Okay. I'm like, great. It's, and all these toys are there mm-hmm. and I'm walking out and I'm like, this is fantastic. He's got two little neighbor boys. Later that night, the neighbor comes over. We have a little issue. Um, <laughs> your son and Jake had a toy sale today, but they sold Jake's toys. Oh
5: my gosh. But it, it was an, it was
3: amazing. And he's an entrepreneur. And he said, your son has what it takes. But yeah. funny, you know, he's, yeah. yeah, he definitely has. He's got those ideas. He just is using other people's stuff. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't know. know. Sounds pretty smart to me. He made money <laughs> and didn't have to give I anything know. up. <laughs> and it's <laughs> somehow charismatic because
0: he convinced Jake to do that. Yeah, it up. Um, I I know we're getting close to the end of the time, but I have one other thing that I want to add to this conversation that I'm not like a psychologist or a super smart person, but one of the things that I do with You're my You're
5: a hard kids, worker, though. I do. Mm-hmm. I
0: work right? hard, unless it's wrapping and then somebody else <laughs> does it. But... Um, One of the things I try to do to help my kids with this whole conversation is to ask them questions when they come to me with a problem saying, what do you think we should do about that? Or when they're worried about something saying, well, what would, what would you do if that happened? And I think that asking them questions kind of like what you do with your daughter at the I very like beginning yeah. helps them think through solutions. At the end of the day, I want my kids to be self-reliant because they can think through mm-hmm. solutions mm-hmm. all on their own mm-hmm. and use mm-hmm. their resources mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's harder for me because it's easier for me to just answer the question or to just get it done or to tell them what to do. But if I can take a minute And in those moments when I do and say, how would you do this? Or what would you do? Or what, how would you get around that? Then they're using their brains. And then sometimes they'll come to me and say, Hey mom, I had this, but I thought through my solutions and, and this is what I did. And I'm like, my work here is done. Yes. Mm -hmm. Success. Right. And, and again,
1: back to where we started, I think that's the pure definition of what we're trying to do with our children. Right. Mm -hmm. We want them to be able to know their resources, know their abilities, know their skills, put them together to answer Mm -hmm. and solve and figure out. And if they do need advice, we don't want them to go the peer route, the social media route. Right. Mm -hmm. We want them to know they can always come back to us as a really safe space to get help. And then go execute on their own, right? Yeah. We could take this. We'll have to do a part two. We can take this so many different places. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're glad that you've joined us today. And we hope that you will give yourself, your family, and your kids, as you teach them to be self-reliant, some living room.
0: Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.